Jane and thank you for tuning into the Welsh Cupid podcast. For today's episode of Life and Love in Wales, my special guest is Jenny Jarvis, who owns Vibes, which is a yoga bar in Cardiff Bay, South Wales. Jenny, thanks for joining us. Hi, lovely to be here. So first of all, can you tell us what exactly is Vibes? So Vibes is, as you already said, it's in Cardiff Bay. Um, we're based on Harrowby Street, so just around the corner from TechnoQuest. We're a coffee bar and a yoga studio. So the yoga studio offers friendly and welcoming yoga. And then our coffee bar is um, fo- focused on healthy, feel-good produce. And we're just all about savouring the moment, taking some time out of the busyness of the modern world just to chill. So whether that's like a nice chill in the coffee bar or taking some time to unwind and do yoga, but that's that's what vibes is all about, about really. It's just kind of, I like to say, good coffee, good yoga, good vibes, just like a nice place to unwind. Oh, sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> what inspired you to open it? Um, so the inspiration, I think I, I think a lot of people really have like a business idea in their head kind of like brewing at the back of their mind so mine was kind of combining my love of yoga and then like healthy smoothies and things like that and I was just kind of going along in my daily life as everyone does and then really kind of sad circumstances triggered me to do anything with the idea and turn it into a business plan and into a reality um was I was really close with both my parents and then sadly my dad passed away suddenly um, when I was and I was pregnant with my first child, so his first grandchild, you know, you kind of go along in life and you have all these plans, and then all of a sudden, you know, click of fingers, everything changes. So that really woke me up and just completely turned my life around. Well, turned my life upside down, I guess. Just thinking, you know, what are we here for? What 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 do we want to spend our time doing whilst we're here and things like that? And yeah, my mum shortly before my dad passed away she was diagnosed with early onset dementia um so yeah that was uh that was again just uh you know what we what should we do with our time so that kind of dealing with those sad things triggered me into thinking I want to create something positive out of sad circumstances something that otherwise might not have existed um and that was that was the main motivation for thinking right I'm going to see if I can formulate this into a business idea into a business plan and then the driving force really of wanting other people to savor their lives, savor the moment, feel good, look after themselves. Um, so yeah, like a bit of a mix of all of that really drove it to become a reality. Some of the inspiration for Vibes also came from, as I mentioned, my mum's um, dementia. We we practiced yoga together when she was you know, pre-diagnosis, when she was kind of healthy, if you like. Um, so obviously more as like a physical practice but then as time gone went on her she was very physically affected initially with her dementia so she got to the state where she was you know fully fully inhibited physically sort of fully you know not able to do anything for herself at all and she's just in a bed then so I kind of what saw that decline in her physical ability and we continued to practice yoga throughout that so if it was it was amazing to see that the deeper element of yoga in reality, that is not just a physical practice, which is something that is a more modern take on yoga, 
the roots of yoga are more about mindset, about a certain way to live your life um, and a well-being within you and your your state of mind, basically, rather than the physical movement. So for mum, obviously, she was less and less able to do the physical part of it. So it became more of a mental practice of focusing on gratitude, um, you know, not focusing on the negative things about what she was going through and still thinking what in her joy in her life still brings her joy. Um, and then also breath work. So calming the nervous system through breathing when she wasn't able to physically move anymore. And just seeing that really helped me to realize how beneficial yoga can be how therapeutic it can be how it is a mind body spirit emotion thoughts it's involved in all of those things not just physical strength and flexibility so yeah having that deeper understanding of it and realizing how great it can be for people and wanting to bring that to as many people as possible really as a thought a form of therapy for mind and body Oh, wow. It's amazing that you were able to turn that situation uh, around in your life to create something so positive and to help others. That's, that's really inspirational. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what kind of yoga classes do you offer at your studio? Yeah, so I, the main reason, like I said, for setting up vibes was to bring the benefits of yoga and feeling good and well-being to other people. So the main focus was setting up something that's really accessible um, and really inclusive. So our yoga classes are aimed um, at people who may never have done yoga before, might have done it once on YouTube ages ago, um, might be just curious about it. So they're really welcoming and friendly. Um, and our teachers work really hard to structure a class in such a way that it is available to someone who may have never done it before, someone who may do it regularly or someone who may be, you know, more advanced, say, and more used to yoga. So we structured the classes that there's something for everyone. So different levels are given during the practice, um, which the feedback from people has been, that's been really helpful, really good. So we offer a whole range of classes throughout the day from 7am in the morning till 8pm at night, seven days a week. So loads of different sort of styles, and we've created them with the focus on how how you may want to feel or a sort of problem you may want to remedy. So, for example, we've got early morning classes that are rise and shine. So that's about slowly bringing heat, awakening the muscles in the body, just bringing yourself around to the day and kind of waking everything up and getting a nice positive mindset ready for the day ahead. And then, for example, we've got like yoga for stress relief. Um, which is more focused on calming the nervous system, maybe thinking about things that we might be carrying, our thoughts that may be unhelpful, you know, like releasing kind of tension in the shoulders. Um, so yeah, we, we base our yoga around how you may want to feel or things that you may want to work on rather than kind of specific yoga styles. So yeah, really welcoming and friendly and down to earth and really tuned into how, how you may want to feel. And alongside yoga, then we've got a range of other things like Pilates, um, meditation as well. And then we also do workshops. So we, for example, we, we hire the space as well. So we have our own workshops. Um, so an, an example of a workshop we did, um, a, a quite cool one recently that was called Shake It in Shavasana. 
So Shavasana is like the end of the yoga class where you basically just like lie on your back and have a nice relaxation. So the shaker element was we did um, what's known as a cacao ceremony at the start. So cacao is like the raw form of chocolate. It's like a bean. Um, so you drink that as a paste and it's believed by um, like the Mayan civilization. So ancient sort of Mexican civilization um, that the cacao bean opens the heart. So if you drink the cacao, then you feel a little bit more liberated, a little bit more open to new opportunities, letting go of kind of maybe negativity and things that might be holding you back. So that's you drink the cacao and then have that intention sat in a circle as a bit of a ceremony. And then the shaker element was kind of literally shaking your hands, shaking your body, taking a bit of free movement and fun dance to kind of tribal music to just envisage letting go of things that might be holding you back and the shavasana element was like a nice guided meditation calming at the end so we do kind of cool things like that and then yeah like I said people hire the space as well someone recently did like a Wim Hof breathwork workshop so quite a lot of people might know what that is in terms of I mean I might get this wrong now because it's a bit more his speciality than mine but um to do with how to breathe in to bring lots of health benefits to the body um, so yeah, he hired the space recently to do one of them, which was um, popular. So yeah, we do a whole host of things and just want to do more and more really to help people with their well-being. Can you tell us about some of the biggest challenges you faced while setting up your business? So yeah, the biggest challenge I think was I obviously entering into setting up a business. I mean, everybody knows that running your own business is a hell of a challenge. And then writing a business plan you really realize the ins and outs of how many hats you'll be wearing you know the marketing the HR the finance the accounting the on-site management team management you know that you will be doing all of these things um that I think was the biggest challenge was living that as a reality and realizing just how many jobs and roles you have to perform um and it being all on your shoulders so that's, I guess, the huge pro of running your own business is you're living your life for yourself. You're doing what you want to be doing and all of the work you have to do, you need kind of assigned it to yourself. So there's, a, I guess, a freedom in the fact that you're doing what you want to do, but also kind of no freedom in the fact that, OK, you might be able to delegate some things to your staff, but essentially it's all on you. So I think that was the biggest challenge is coming to terms with how much you have to do, but a lot has helped me with the yogic philosophy in terms of how best to deal with living like that. And that kind of states that nothing is really good or bad inherently. It's more our perception that makes it so. So instead of seeing something as like a big problem, just stop and just see it for what it is. It's just something that's happened. And what are you going to do to fix it? Or what do you need to do to fix it rather than kind of extrapolating too far forward and thinking this problem's going to result in this thing happening in a month's time or oh no this is really bad I wish this hadn't happened kind of all those unhelpful thoughts that have a bit of negativity to them putting those to one side and just focusing on okay this is this just something that's happened let's get on and sort it and that's really helped me live a little lighter you know give things a bit less headspace so rather than thinking about something for, say, know, 10 hours in total over the space of a week, just be a bit more efficient with your 
headspace and just think, right, I'm just going to focus on this for an hour, get this sorted, move on. And so that, that, I guess, setting up a business really forces you to have to live like that. Otherwise you will get burnt out or stressed. Um, so that's been, that's been really useful. And it, it nicely ties in with the way that, you know, the yoga philosophy kind of teaches and guides you to live your life anyway. Yeah. Unless people have set up their own business, they don't realize how difficult it is yeah. <laughs> and how much of a challenge it is. So yeah, yeah it's, it's really interesting to hear everything that you've been through and what, what's been involved in, uh, in setting it up. So moving on to the love section of today's podcast, can you share with us a bit about your own love life and if you've met your special person? Yeah, so I met my now husband. Um, we met in British Gas in Cardiff. We were working in the call centre together. <laughs> Seems like a long time ago now. But yeah, we both went to Cardiff Uni, but didn't actually know each other in uni. And then and then met in this call centre. But it's quite funny because I, when I, it sounds, I don't know how to say this without <laughs> potentially offending him, but <laughs> when we met, I didn't, I didn't think anything of him sort of thing. I don't know a nice <laughs> way to say that. You know, he was just a guy. He was just someone I spoke to. You know, we met, we became friends. And then it was really organic then. It was a proper friendship. I didn't see it as anything more than that. And then slowly but surely, it obviously evolved into something more. Um, but that is interesting that previous relationships in my life, I think I'd been just, it was like attraction from the get-go. I'd never really experienced a relationship which was purely grown out of a friendship. Um, so yeah, but that, like in hindsight and thinking about that, I don't know if that's, it seems like a really nice way for a relationship to, and yeah, it's the first time I'd really experienced that. But yeah, we kind of met like that. And um, it, we we kind of laugh about when we first joined the business and we had that induction talk, you know, on your first day in the office and they talk to you about the business and why it's a great place to work and stuff like that. And they said to us at that time, oh, it's, it's a lovely company. You know, it's really sociable. Um, lots of people end up meeting their long-term partners here. Loads of people get married who work here. And because we were only, I don't know, 22 at the time. And we, bo I, we both say now, we think back to that. And we both thought at the time, that's a weird thing to say and kind of laughed it off. But then obviously as time went on, that foretold our future for us and we became those people. Um, so that's quite funny but yeah I mean it, it is a nice sociable company and as it turns out I do know a lot of people that I've got together from working there <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's really nice when um, a relationship comes from a friendship isn't it because yeah. you have to know each other on that deeper level sometimes you may not necessarily be attracted to each other um, in a relationship sense when you first meet and then it sort of grows over time and evolves from that deeper connection that you've created together and uh and that's obviously been the one that's really lasted yeah like you say it's kind of a deeper I suppose it's something more maybe a bit more authentic and genuine in it in a way because you I see you're not trying to impress them I suppose from the start you're just being you Whereas I guess when you may be more like physically attracted to someone or fancy someone, or you may have gone on a date or something, you're a bit more trying to present yourself, whether you think you are or not in a certain way, or but when you're just friends, you're a bit more relaxed and you're just you and yeah, just maybe grew a bit more naturally. As someone who has successfully built connections in both your personal and professional life, 
Do you have any advice or tips for listeners who may be looking to meet new people and potentially find a romantic partner? Um, yeah, I think going back to like the yogic philosophy is quite helpful. I think sometimes when to remember that you need to allow things to be as they are in front of you. So with a kind of open heart and an open mind without any, I think sometimes maybe we get a little bit lost in what we hope will happen or preconceived notions of what should happen. And then that's when the reality maybe doesn't meet our expectations. And that's where like the disharmony and, you know, disappointment and things like that come from. So maybe not getting caught up in so much how things should be or the type of person that you might think that you like and just being a bit more open to what's in front of you. So maybe not so much tied to the past or the present and just be, I'm sorry, the past or the future and being more here in the moment and yeah, have your, uh, have your eyes open to people that may come along that you may not necessarily think you know, would be someone who might be suitable for you. And yeah, I think that's the best way to live, I think, because that's what I've learned through like reading, reading more about the yoga philosophy is just be in the here and now and be open to opportunities because we can get, I think it's so easy to get caught up in even things like looking down at your phone and being planning something that might be happening next week. You know, your head's down, you're looking at your phone, you're not looking at who might be walking along the street next to you. And then you're just missing what's happening right in front of you. So that that kind of approach can I think can help with connections with people is just being present and giving people a chance and yeah, not getting too caught up in what you expect to happen maybe and just letting things be as they are. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you so much for sharing these stories with us and your experiences. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Good luck with everything. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you too. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe to the Welsh Cupid podcast and stay updated on future episodes where I'll be speaking to more special guests and continuing to explore life and love in Wales.